This award, this is not for me, for me, the organizers all over the country, the activists, the civil rights, the struggling parents, the families, the teachers, the students that are realizing that a system built to divide, impoverish, and destroy us cannot stand if we do it. Do. All right? It's kind of basic mathematics. If you, if you hear me, could you feel me, could you feel me? Wonder if I make a difference or made a difference. Well, that we are the difference. We ain't got no clue to decide. Brother, I would never call you trife. You my brother, man. Though they knife and fork out meals, then cop the silly feels. Yep, it's slimy, kind of grimy, miscalculated the timing. But you can't plagiarize something in the skies and think we have no eyes to see. Something real as we, this is seriously who we be. We were muted. <laughs> so let's try that again. <laughs> What's going on? What's going on, everybody? What's up, everybody? It's Thursday. So it's Brother Empowerment Day. We don't even know what that means because we, we started off muted. <laughs> <laughs> so if this is your first time watching the show, this is Brother Empowerment. This is not one of those bashing shows, but it is an opportunity for brothers to gauge into a conversation, helping our brothers to break through without breaking and hoping that something that is discussed, we can take away to help our brothers and their families live a more meaningful life. Mm -hmm. Before we get into our special guest, bro, you on another side too. Yeah, we switched everything up. How is, or how was your week? <laughs> uh, my week was actually pretty fun, man. Went to, Went to Myrtle Beach for the first time, so that was fun. Took a little okay you know, one day trip there. That was actually how was that? That was actually pretty dope. The weather wasn't as good as I had hoped. Okay, but, you know, definitely got to see it for the first time. Hotel is right along on the on the beach area, so that was cool. Went to the outlets, you know, got to eat some of the you know eat at some of the places. So it was pretty cool. I definitely plan on going back sometime this summer if stuff isn't too crazy. You know, hopefully it's not too crowded, which it probably will be. So you brought us back any gifts? No. Nope. Right. I didn't bring my... I did get myself some gifts. I'm not even going to say that. Oh, so you bought yourself some gifts, but you ain't bring your brother no gift. Yeah. Feeling real empowered right now. <laughs> what? Feeling real empowered. You should. You should. This is positivity in the making. Yes, it's Thursday, so you should. <laughs> yes. So other than that, man, it's been... You know, we've had our own adventures this week. You know, we guest star on a podcast on Sunday. Shout out guest star? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I heard. Guest star, right? Uh, we, we were special guests on a podcast on Sunday uh, called Unfiltered Podcast. Shout out to those brothers, but shout out, shout out. Yeah, it's it's a uh, it's a, it's been a pretty been a pretty chill week outside of that, man. But still, you know, 
just enough activity, but still been pretty chill. How about you, bro? Yeah, it was just enough activity. Yep, we were on, like you said, Sunday started off, mm-hmm. and boy, did it get heated. Yeah, they made Jay walk away. Jay walked off. <laughs> I did a George Jefferson, y'all. I, I did, I did a George Jefferson, but I did come. I did cool off and I came back and we made amends mm-hmm. and now those are brothers in our network. See, yep. that's yep. what it's about. Brothers building brothers. Yep. And then let me see what happened Monday. I don't know. It's been a lot of things happening yeah. though. We didn't get a um, chance though, but we got a new CFO. Yes. We got a new CFO and treasure, um, Muriel um, Lawrence. Yep, shout out to Muriel. For those who don't know, um, Kirsten, our old, um, our former CFO, she stepped down to work on personal things like that. So we needed to find someone. Mm-hmm. And fortunately, Muriel, somebody we already knew, just started her own business yep. and then um, went through the Love Advocates training. So mm-hmm. it was like perfect timing. So she stepped into that position. We're getting her acclimated with that. And we got an intern, dog. Yes, we do. We have an intern, um, Dana Henry, who's the model that you see on a lot of our pictures and the covers on our websites and stuff like that. She um, signed up and listened to be our intern. So she's our corporate ambassador, going to be helping us with social media and getting some of those administrative things done. It keeps getting better. We got a female physical fitness consultant now, yep. Reese. We got Reese Davis. So it's been some changes happening. Yeah, so we got to shout out, got to shout out Devontae Ragman because Devontae Swain. You know, he came out there and was like, "Man, I'm, I'm, I'm doing the thing." So he got his first of many loving fitness videos out there. Look for that every Monday at seven a.m. So yeah, yeah, every Monday seven a.m. But you know, I gotta say this though. Bro has been working behind the scenes. He's been a cameraman and an editor because y'all don't know he's over community engagement. So sometimes when y'all think it's Jay, it's not Jay. <laughs> we building here. So, bro, thank you for leading that whole initiative. We're in the process of getting, um, looking for a developer. Yeah. Ricky Phillips, who is on, who handles with um, our voter education. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's actually interviewing the developers. Like, we have been busy. Yep. Shout out to Ricky, man. The beer. Oh, and we released a series of classes yep. that um, we'll be doing at Benedict College down in Columbia, South Carolina. Yes. And then I will be speaking at the town of Garner doing one of their poetry nights. So mm-hmm. we have been busy. Yeah, we booked. No, we literally are. And Brother Empowerment is booked till June. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of great things are happening. Bro, that's enough about us. Yeah. Um, Let's talk about our guests because I'm really excited. This is the Game Changers. Yep. Okay, so Danny Diesel, tell the people who you are, who you be. Unmute yourself first, though. Please unmute yourself. You don't want to start off like we did. (laughs) Better than us. Come on now. All right, so my name is Danny Diesel. Um, I'm a mentor, worker, husband, father, Mm -hmm. best friend veteran uh 11 years in the military um part of two nonprofits changing the narrative is one mm-hmm. uh, where we basically just you know encourage people to change themselves you know so first before you once you change yourself then you're able to change the narrative of your life um and yep. then i'm also a part of another nonprofit called established gent um and mostly catered towards males 
Um, we just show people, you know, dress how you want people to treat you. Um, and then that there's, you know, with as men, that there's different levels to being established. That's an ongoing journey. Um, and I'm just in the community, man. I work, man. Um, I have 25 plus mentees. Then mm-hmm. uh, a mentor at DJJ for about five years. Um, I'm a part of the outreach. I'm the leader, head of the outreach at my church. Um, so we do a bunch of stuff in the community. We just now finished the last three months um, feeding the homeless and helping people at our church. And um, that's it, man. I'm just about people, man. That, that's it. That, that's the main thing. Uh, you know, the epitome of a servant, man. That's what I'm here to do. Um, I have two businesses. Uh, one, I'm a full-time detailer, uh, Diesel Express Mobile Detailing. And then I also do videography, Diesel Up Digital. Um, and I've done everything from political uh campaigns down to weddings man so okay that's yes sir yeah, and lastly i have a clothing line crown generation so, so. we definitely link to that so we can get some merch <laughs> yeah yes, matter of fact you're putting that in the comments yeah so people yeah. would know about your other things wow i got so much that i want to say about that danny diesel but i'm going to stop <laughs> because we're going to turn it over to dj nine times 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 <laughs> Hey, it is. Hey, what's going on, fellas? Hey, um, I'm DJ Nine Times. Go by Dez, actually. Um, I got a uh, DJ business called Nine Time Production LLC.com. Find the link right there in my name. Mm-hmm. Uh, shoot, I'm just a hardworking, you know, young man out here in the community trying to do good. Supply everybody with that good music. That's what's up. Okay. Yeah. So guys, if y'all don't know, like when we were talking about the guests that we had, we were like, this is Mm -hmm. the game changers because these young men are changing the game. They're changing the way that they do business. As you can see, Danny did everything. It's like, Danny was like, you sure you want me to say what I did? (laughs) What you do, Danny? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And then I served in the military, so I got a right to do this. (laughs) So that is awesome. And guys, um, DJ Nine Times is in the CSRA area. For those who don't know, that is in that um, that Augusta, Georgia. I mean Augusta and um, Columbia area. So all of those places in there, Denmark, all of that, Aaron Hart, all of that. You definitely want to make sure you reach out to him for any of your events and also any of your musical needs that you may have. He's a good friend of my brother. Um, DJ Magic Mike. <laughs> so they all they work in tandem and they work in relationship and partnership together. So guys, if you need them, definitely check them out. You got people already shouting you out. So bro, tell them who we got on. Sorry. So let me go to the long list. So if I miss you, please drop a comment in the comment section so we can shout you out. So here we go. Well, first I'm going to say to my people in YouTube land, we got Sean in YouTube land. And I believe I saw Todd in YouTube land. We have Aaliyah in YouTube land. Hey, Shout out so to y'all. Oh, That's what we know. YouTube first. Yeah, let's go ahead and get that out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Because I don't see that on here. So oh, just, oh, okay. Yeah. So, okay. So we got. So we're just switching everything yeah. up. Like, you, okay. told me, you told me. Yeah, you yes, 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 sir. <laughs> <laughs> so we got Ahmed is on. What's up, Ahmed? We got Mama Garnett is on. Hey, Mama Garnett. Hey. Let's see, we got Jack Wilkerson is on. What's up, Jack, man? What's going on? We got Miss Regina Day. Hey, Regina. Let's hey, see. Regina. We got, we got Rashia. Hey, Rashia. Hey, Rashia. Of course, we got Ricky the Beard is on. What's up, man? The, the, the brewing beard. Yeah, yeah. So we got my sister, 
Miss Garnett. My Ms. wife? <laughs> yeah. How you gonna put your sister before my wife? I mean, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> okay, yes. Do it. <laughs> we got B is on. Hey, what's going on, B? Hey, my, we got Megan Starks, my cousin. Hey, what's going that on? That like cousin? a superhero name, too. Yeah, it really does. So, well, who else we got? We got Lenora's on. Lenora, hey. Hey, Lenora, I meant to call you back, but oof, today been busy. <laughs> we got Kenya's on. Hey, hey Kenya. Kenya. We got Latasco. Hey, Latasco. We, we got Lonnie. Lonnie, Health, Happiness, and Fitness down there in Florida. Yeah, our sister Tara is on. She, who else That's y'all sister too. Y'all tell y'all sister hello. <laughs> and I think for we got Denise Jenkins is on. Hey, Denise. Hey, Denise. That's so, my sister. See. Look. What's up with the trend? <laughs> she looks bigger than you. <laughs> no, no, this is true. The muscles is like, he's been working out. You see Keon? He been in the boot camp. I need to go to the boot camp. Yeah, there's, there's a reason why we call Devontae Raglan. Well, Reese calls him Thor. I call him the Black Captain America. Yeah. So guys, <laughs> I could look dope people on. We met Danny Diesel because of member power couple that we had on Aaliyah and Todd. Yes. So make sure you go back and check them out. But also crucial conversations. Yes. yes. Um, we got um Kenya Thompson on. Mm -hmm. But remember, um Lenora just started her sessions too. Lenora pours um pouring sessions. Yeah. So that is dope. So guys, it's so much it's so many great people on tonight. Now you we're it's to the point now where every day somebody has a live, so I'm on Facebook all the time. My time, my screen time on Facebook is just up there. On my phone. <laughs> Let's clarify. It's good too, though. Oh yeah, I'm not like it's good. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. good. Yeah. No, what I'm saying it's good material. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's not just watching a podcast like, oh, it's something boring. Yeah. Let me show support. Yeah. No, it's actually good content that these individuals are providing. So I guarantee you, if you connect and watch any of these shows, you will love them. Yeah. So let's get into our statistics, fellas. Y'all ready? We switching up some things. I'm trying to tell you, yeah. researchers have found that at least one in six men have experienced sexual abuse or assault, whether in childhood or as adults. One in three women, one in four men have experienced some form of physical violence by an intimate partner. Men's top five fears: body image, money, height, other men, and being inexperienced. The percent of men aged. 20 and over with obesity. So my generation, my crew, hey, my crew, 40.5% 40 of us are fat. Some of us got to do better. Why everybody saying about it too? 3.53% men die by suicide 3.53 times more than women. What we added to this is the peak age range between the ages of 45 and 49. That's hella young. Well, let me tell you the other part about that. But the people who are 50 and above and the people who are 45 and under actually commit suicide at the same rate, though. This is just the average age in which they do it. Yeah. Okay. A rape of males, a CDC study found that in the U.S., one in seven, um, 71 men had been raped or suffered an attempt within their lifetime. And men receive 63% longer sentences on average than women do. And women are twice 
as likely to avoid incarceration if convicted. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Any thoughts about any of that, fellas? Um, she said, y'all celebrities? <laughs> Oh, I would say it seemed like with the suicide, the 43 to 49, to me, the first thing that hit me was uh, regret. I think that that was the first thing I saw with that age gap. Um, that I think that probably was a contributing factor to that suicide. You know, regret set in and people probably wasn't where they wanted to be in life at that point in time. Yeah, it's actually the study I was looking for, which made it so true, is that not only was um, you spot on, but a lot of them dealt with um, loss of job, um, yeah. financial issues. So yeah. you're not too far from that. What you was about to say, DJ, nine times? Oh, I was just going to speak I about that. Like I'm representing. <laughs> I'm sorry, what you got to say? Well, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to speak about um, the body image or the mm -hmm. fear, the fear of body image, money, or down the line. Uh -huh. to, in my case, I mean, I believe uh, I fear most, most, mostly my body and my money. Mm -hmm. If I ain't got that body right, I ain't got that money right. You know, things, things don't look right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Which I mean, a lot of other men I can see feel the same way. Mm -hmm. As I talk to them, I be at the gym working out. You know, they be trying to get fit. And that being one of the main things we're talking about is that body image. Yeah. And that money. Yeah. And that's funny because he's another Thor. <laughs> he's another Thor. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> I guess I got to do better because I'm trying to, like, I never had a body image issue. So I'm going to work on that. I'm working on getting a complex so I can have an issue to motivate me. I don't know what I'm trying to figure it out. So I'm going to do something <laughs> to get there. Um, for those who don't know, guys, um, especially share with those who may be at work. Yeah, we do have the Brother Empowerment podcast. For those who can't watch us um, visually, they can always tune in. Go to loveisaparable.com to find out things about that. If you're looking for more than just success, but you're looking for fulfillment in sex in success, make sure that you go over to loveisaparable.com and purchase your copy of um, 360 Degrees of Success and Fulfillment. And not only um, are we running a special? But if you go get some swag, you actually get the download free. Mm. So definitely check us out there. So y'all ready to get into these discussion topics? Let's do it. Yes, sir. Let me see. Get a complex, crazy. <laughs> That's what I'm working on. See, I'm working. Oh, look at him. Hey, Kim. The born to win strategist is in the building. <laughs> so let's see. You yeah. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Being Kurt Franklin. <laughs> yes. You can use him as a bird being Kurt. Yeah. So being Kurt Franklin and the father-son situation. You know, we've been hearing a lot of information, a lot of people. It even irritated me a little bit, but I'll say my piece later. Because you can look at my post, I already posted about it. Ain't too much else I can say. Um, what y'all got? Is and Danny? Um, so for me, I say first thing 
I tend not to try to judge people on a little like that. Like I think there's a lot of missing context in that. Mm-hmm. Um, and secondly, the first thing that came to my mind, um, not so much about the Kurt Franklin cursing thing, because to me, there's no need to try to fight people on what they think they can do, you know, as far as like cursing and stuff like that. But the first thing that came to my mind, of course, you know, having a biblical background is Noah and his sons. Mm-hmm. Um, and the first thing I heard was a son exposing a father's intimate moments. Um, so the story of Noah, when he, when they came, when the flood, after the flood happened, Noah got drunk, he was naked in the tent and his sons exposed and looked at him and God cursed Noah's sons. He said nothing about Noah or anything. So that's what I saw, um, that it was a son trying to, you know, destroy a father at that moment. And I think that's a, you know, a critical thing and a bad thing. And we're focusing more on Kurt Franklin and what he said, not saying that it was, you know, just because we don't think it was right, that don't mean it was wrong. But Ooh. it was more so, to me, it was more so on the son because he was 33. Like, you a grown man. Mm-hmm. And you you said something to get somebody to jump off the cliff. Woe to he who caused my little one to stumble. So I think he knew what he wanted to do, and then he recorded it. <clears throat> so I just think that was um, Goofy of the Sun. And that was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. <laughs> hey, I can't I can't I can't even top that. All, all I can say <laughs> is, I mean, you you shouldn't judge others like that. Yeah. I mean, oh, uh, cursing, yeah. Everybody does it. I mean, but does it send us to hell for cursing? I mean, oh. nobody knows. Unrepentance. Mm-hmm. So Just on You go to hell for unrepentant sins. Yeah, I would. So. Yeah, I would. I would say, well, when bro <clears throat> laid out all of the when he did his thing and left Earth and laid the scripture out for folks <laughs> on his page. The only thing I could say um, was that one of the first things I said was, you know, the same people who are casting judgment on Kirk Franklin, who are, in, you know, the same people in the church have moms, grandmas, aunties, uncles who cuss, who curse the same way their whole entire lives. You know, so the same people who are saying that he don't need to be doing that and want to say that he's wrong for that, been around that their whole lives. And I'm pretty sure they, said, they haven't said anything to the people in their own family group who curse like that. You know what I mean? So, and I definitely will echo what you were saying. Yeah, everything that you said, man, I will say that, you know, it was being recorded on a couple of different devices. So, obviously, three, three. There's... That's a true travesty right there. Yeah, that's... So, there's definitely an agenda. And also, even, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not saying that his son was, you know, getting cursed out with something that should have happened. But I will say that as two adults talking to each other, you know... If someone is saying something that you don't like to you or talking to you in a way that you don't deem respectful to you, you have the option to leave that interaction. So if it was yeah. really all that bad and there was no ulterior motive, his son could have hung up the phone. All three of Yeah. That's the thing that probably offended me more than anything. It was the three devices mm-hmm. it took to record that. Yeah. So yeah. he had one camera, one phone, one camera on the phone and then the tablet to record the phone call. Mm-hmm. And I'm just saying, you know, shameless plug maybe for Samsung, but we have the ability just to record as we're talking. So I don't know why we needed all them devices. So that's alarming to me. Yeah. That's a true travesty. Yeah. And, and then one thing, 
My bad. Go ahead. My bad. Oh no, go ahead, Danny, because I, I feel like I feel I feel your help coming on. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess I wanted to say my mom said this a long time ago. She said the worst thing that we did as humans is started labeling sins. Um and, and I'm not trying to make a way for Kurt. <laughs> Good. And I'm not trying to make a way for Kurt, but if you look at through the Bible, you know, there were people that did a lot of bad things mm -hmm. um, that we consider bad, but God gave them grace. So I think a lot of times like we need to self-examine and see like Moses killed somebody like and then try to bury him. You know what I mean? And, mm -hmm. you know, not saying nothing happened. Peter cursed and he, you know, swear when he, you know, when the rooster crowed um, and he still later, you know, became somebody. So I think a lot of times that, you know, we see people at a point in our life and we want to put a stop sign there and say, oh, you're going to hell because of this right here, you know, and the stop sign was taken down with a lot of things in our lives that allowed us to change and not curse anymore. You know what I mean? So I, I think that's, you know, a pivotal point for us that we need to look and say, okay, we judging Kurt Franklin not for 15 seconds of a heated moment. You know what I mean? And I, I think that, you know, is a bad look on us as a, uh, as you know, Christians. Well, I would say this, I might need to come on and check out Word, Word of God down there. Because everybody's <laughs> preaching down there. You see a leader came on here preaching. Yeah. And then he coming, dropping his down. Your mama go to Word of God too? Yeah. Yes, sir. Okay, show over. We got to go to Columbia. <laughs> <laughs> I think for me, the biggest thing that I think a lot of people fail to understand is, um, to me, it showed the lack of understanding of scripture. Mm -hmm. Because profanity is not mentioned in scripture. Mm -hmm. And what is defined as cursing is condemnation, passing judgment, spells, omens, the list goes on and on. Profanity is not mentioned in scripture. Mm -hmm. Now, there may be some people who may say that you um, you may, shouldn't call offense. Mm -hmm. Maybe that. But then the counter to that is offenses will come. So the list goes on and on about that. And then when people talk about, well, um, you shouldn't um, speak with a, um, a defiled mouth. But it also, but scripture also counter that and say, it's not what actually goes in the mouth that defiles it. It is what comes out of it. But what he was talking about too, and that was hand washing and cleanness. Mm -hmm. So I can bless you with words that you don't like. Mm -hmm. Just because you don't like them and they cut don't mean that they are sin. And we also got to deal with moral code versus something that is scripture. Mm -hmm. yeah. Just because it's a construct, the divine doesn't deal with constructs. He created order. And what people are mad about is profanity. Mm -hmm. And you have a problem with profanity and vulgarity, but you don't even understand the difference between them. I had one person to try to tell me what a scripture said, cursing, but didn't look at the word, and the word said condemnation. You should not be putting condemnation on people. Now, let's let's not confuse this with judge. Yeah. You can judge because the scriptures say to rightly judge. So, but people don't understand the difference from cursing. Y'all saying people to hell every day, and nobody shut y'all up. Y'all tell people that they ain't going to live long every day, but nobody shut y'all up. But as soon as somebody say profanity, you feel like there's a hell big enough to swallow them? You don't even know scripture as a, as, as a believer. So if anything, what this has shown me is the true ignorance 
of what it means to be a believer in present day because we don't know the word. You claim to know the word, but you don't know it. And then you don't even understand vulgarity. Throw the word out there. If you look it up, vulgarity comes from the um, meaning to be common. So that is an elitist mindset to use common language. That's where vulgarity came from. So whatever is popular is now considered vulgar. So I wish that we would take the time to learn what we know about, what we think we know about, before we cast judgment. And guess what? It don't matter how long you've been in an office or a so-called position. There are certain things that we've been ignorant to, and there are certain things that we subscribe to without opening up a Bible, not the first. And you got to start living the life the same way that the Messiah did. And that's the part that you miss. Y'all sit there and quote, don't quote, don't um, don't um, provoke your children to wrath, but you miss all those things that it said about a disrespectful child. And we ain't talking about just sparing the rod. The list goes on and on. Why don't you read Proverbs? Proverbs only echo in Psalms, which also talks about it. The list goes on and on about disrespectful, unruly children. And you know why? Because we're disrespectful to the father. Because we're not obedient and do the things that we're supposed to do, and we justify our sin. But sin means to just deviate from the law, deviating from the word. So we deviate from the word routinely, but you want to judge on the sin that you think that you can see. This is the whole premise why the Messiah said he without sin cast the first stone. It wasn't that the woman sinned. That wasn't the problem. It was the problem that they compromised the scripture. And that's what we do every day. So if you got a problem with Kurt Franklin mouth, I got a problem with the way that you dissect scripture. So he without sin cast the first stone. And and also, lastly, I I don't I think a lot of times we're not solution focused neither. How how many of us would actually walk with Kurt Franklin? You know what I mean. Oh, I if, if, you know what I mean. If you think that is a problem, um, if you think that is a problem, how many of y'all will walk with him? You know what I mean. Until God do change it. You know what I mean. I think that's a lot of times that you know if we think something is a problem, we we will judge and not do anything about it. You know, mm. people talk about the hood. People talk about, you know, a lot of issues that we have going on, even in the church. And that's all we do is talk about it. Yeah. You know, nobody wants to be solution focused. And I think that's the biggest issue we have is resolving conflict, you know, not just in the church, but just overall. But I think the church is definitely a place where it's harder to resolve conflict because, like J.D. said, we don't understand scripture. We don't know how to make it practical <laughs> and we don't know how to walk it out and show grace to people. You know, so that change in process can happen. Yeah, yeah, that's good. But I don't walk with Kurt. I stump with him. <laughs> <laughs> All my people say right, and I was, and now I got a new understanding when he said, "Put them hands together." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you, bro, you left Earth on there. But that's one of the things. That's one of the reasons why I'm glad that I met my brother because, you know, not too many people break down scripture like that and really relate it to the times that we live in now. I think there's way too many folks who want to stay in that same mindset of, of old or just try to just keep it really rigid. I think that just turns people away from it. I know it turned me away from the church at the age of 17. Well, it was never because it was never about who they claimed that they believe in. It was all about them and their agenda. It was about how they make them feel. And that's what people are mad at. Like, if you come to this house, ain't no telling what come out these mouths around here. It ain't no telling. 
but that doesn't make me any less righteous mm -hmm. because uh, like I, um, Danny said it, just because you don't agree with it, make it wrong. Yeah, It don't make it wrong. But you know what? Let's go to these comments because there's so much going on. <laughs> you got a thousand preachers. You got glory. That's right. This is what I like more than anything. You got preach Danny. Clearly, it was a plea for um, attention, echoing what you said earlier, Danny. Danny. And then Latasco say, hug around my say, if they don't cuss, don't trust them. <laughs> no. Right. Aaliyah said, Danny, because you was coming with the word Team Samsung there. And he said he knows that too. That's the real issue. <laughs> and then Miss Chandra was on. Uh, what's going hey, on? Rashid giving you that right. Danny makes the Bible so easy to understand. That's the ground. Somebody that's hey, what's Jessica. up. Oh, thank you, Coach Billy C. Hey, Billy C. Check Coach her out. Billy she C. got a dope podcast too. Mm -hmm. Um, Megan is on the preach. Woo, moral issue. God is not concerned with our construct. Are you sure you don't go to work? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't go because he put people out and he would put me out a long time ago because I'm bad. <laughs> He'll be playing. They pass it on play. <laughs> He'll take y'all off the mic. Be like, sit down, go. <laughs> See, I'm like, yes, sir, because I this mouth reckless. I be having to repent every day. Picking and choosing choosing what pieces of the Bible that backs up constructs. Come on. Mm -hmm. And again, we are <laughs> okay. We got Superman on. What's, Kermit, up, Kermit, what's going man? on, bro? What's up, man? Let's see. Kurt Franklin is human and he deserves grace just like the rest of us. Yep. But he was exercising grace. <laughs> he was. He told that boy, you. <laughs> okay, I'm going to stop. Kurt Franklin was giving out grace, y'all. Let me see. Grace is a gift we all enjoy receiving, but then when it's time to extend it, it's a problem. Mm -hmm. Come on. Yes. Ed with the yeah, There you go. Let's go, Judge. She said, she said what she said. Absolutely. Absolutely. She said what she said. Let's get on to the next one. Whew. Look, how appropriate. <laughs> Setting your mm. boundaries in romantic and non-romantic relationships. <clears throat> For me, I think it's the same in, in both ways. The connection may be different, but even still, you know what works and what doesn't work for you. So the important thing about, I think more important than having the boundaries is like I said, enforcing the boundaries firmly. You know, so, you know, I, I think that most of us, if not all of us are probably guilty of at one point in time or another, having, you know, Kind of relaxing those those fences, those standards on our boundaries, and letting certain people um, infringe or you know infringe upon them, or even sometimes doing the opposite, infringing on somebody else's boundaries. But I think that it's definitely important to just really be firm in that, and that hey, this is the line that I have for whatever it may be, or just in general for something. Please do not cross this line. I think that's important in whatever relationship you have, no matter what the connection is, no matter if they quote unquote your family or, or what have you, doesn't matter. No one has a right or authority to infringe upon your personal boundaries. It doesn't matter if it's your, your significant other or it's your mom or your dad. No one has that authority. So, yeah. yeah. 
I would only be agreeing with you. Um, Billy C was going back from the last one. She said he was going to do a special laying on of hands. Ask my sons, you can catch these hands. <laughs> and she retired military too. Oh, so she'll GI Jane you in a minute. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I would say focus on what your boundaries are mm -hmm. because it's a reason that you have them. And I think that sometimes we we kind of um, put the cart before the horse in a sense of we'll enforce boundaries mm -hmm. and not even know why we have them. And sometimes they could be red flags because sometimes we'll have boundaries in areas that could possibly protect us, mm -hmm. help us or heal us. And if we don't know why we have them or research why those lines are there, um, we may be causing more damage to ourselves and others in that. So when we talk about healthy boundaries, I think the first thing is determining if they're healthy or not. Right, right. And what does health look like for you guys and establish what, what will be the benefit of those boundaries because yeah. usually mm -hmm. boundaries are tied directly to expectations mm -hmm. so yeah. you put these boundaries in place because they are a form of expectation and um those who have taken a class know that um expectations are directly linked to your self-esteem the lower the self-esteem the higher the boundaries the higher the self-esteem the lower the boundaries and those expectations mm -hmm. you don't need areas to protect you when you're protected Mm, it's a little good. different. Mm -hmm. That's good. You got an agreed. Anything y'all want to add to that? You hit it on the nail right there. <laughs> 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 I want to I go I and to piggyback off what he said earlier. I mean, you have boundaries in place, you need to enforce them. I mean, I, that's 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 good. That's what a lot of people don't um, understand. Um, a lot of them, they have boundaries put in place, but they don't enforce them. They, they let the, you know, the other person just do whatever they want to do. They continue to keep on doing the same thing, not enforcing the boundaries, though. So That's a good one. Because then they be getting mad at you. They got the boundaries up there, but they not enforcing and getting mad because people trespassing. Yeah. It yeah. don't matter if you got the sign on if nothing happened when I walk past it. That's, that's like having a that's like having a no trespassing sign out in front of the yard, right? No gun or whatnot. Somebody walking in your yard, steal something out your yard. I mean, you don't do nothing about it. You had the boundaries put in place, but you didn't enforce nothing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, Tara said. Additionally, if you cross or relax a boundary, you can and should reset and correct. Oh yeah, Tara. Yeah, yep, definitely. Yep. What you was about to say, Danny? Um, so two things. Um, one, again, I got to go back to scripture. Um, it said, guard your heart with all diligence. I think we make that situational. Um, so we don't guard our heart when it comes to family members um, mm -hmm. and other people that we tend to trust. Um, but the Bible didn't say that. So I think that's where a lot of times where, you know, ex unmet expectations aren't met at. We get, you know, heartbreak and stuff like that. And mm -hmm. secondly, um, I think a lot of times we think we're setting boundaries, but really we have walls up. So um, I told, I tell a lot of my mentees, especially female mentees, walls are meant to keep people out. Boundaries protect something that's valuable. So you have to, you know, find out <clears throat> the perimeters that you want to be set. And with those perimeters, what you attract starts to change because it'll only be people that really see the value in you 
that will that will respect those boundaries. Now, of course, you have some people that try you, you know, and you have to Kurt Franklin them. I guess you could say. <laughs> um, but you know, for the most part, once you once you do set those healthy boundaries instead of the walls, because a lot of times I think we set up walls and think they're boundaries, and then we keep people out that's supposed to heal us. So yeah. that's all I want to say. I agree. Well, you did a mic drop. I don't know if there's anything else to say. <laughs> mic you didn't drop today. Right out of mic. I'm about to start taxing you. <laughs> okay. Why are so many men afraid of going to the doctor? Um, why aren't more black men getting um, colonoscopies in their 30s? Well, I'm not sure it's a it's afraid of going to the doctor more than it is you have quite a few brothers who really just don't want to hear any bad news. Yeah. And so you have people with the mindset that going to the doctor is really you're gonna hear some bad news. You know, even if you're going for a checkup and going to the doctor, whether it be if they think it's when the doctor trying to get some money out of them or their insurance, or if it's just superstition. You have people that literally believe that. If I go to a doctor, I'll get some bad news. So I'm just not going to go unless it's dire, you know. And so, and of course, as black people, is with the American medical system, there is a mistrust there that's passed down from generation to generation because of the things that have happened in this country during with history. I don't know if any if you guys have read the book Medical Apartheid, but it's a horrific book that talks about the advances of, of medicine that have been made um, based on experimentation of bodies of black people, you know, men and women, women especially. Um, and so I, that adds to the, you know, that, that adds to the apprehension of going to the doctor. And so, you know, so I would say that. And then as far as getting colonoscopies in their thirties, first of all, I haven't even gotten one of those yet. I'll be 35 this year. Second of all, the way that some people even relate how that process goes is horrible. When they talk about, yeah, you got to go to the doctor and he's going to do this and stick his finger. Like, that's not something, I don't think that that's a way that you need to be talking to people about something they need to go do. You know, it is for their health. You don't make that even sound yeah. really pleasant. But how do you, that. how would a nice way to say they're going to put their finger up your butt? And then they're going to make you raise one leg and you're going to hold that <laughs> So if you really want to get it done. I think talking about the benefits. I also like how you took out fear and defined fear. I don't think they scared. They just don't want to get no new. I don't think they scared. It's just horrible. Who want to back up their button? Man, that's total fear. How you guys like fear? My bad, y'all. My bad. Y'all a horrible person. I'm a horrible person. But yeah, so I so that's that's my answer why that's my answer to why some men are so afraid of going to the doctor. They can't put you to sleep though. Word. Yeah, you can't go to sleep and then okay. they do the other thing and they just put it up there. It's a it's a little tube they look up there with. I had that's to the first come in there. Huh? That's where the trust come in at. You know, most people don't <laughs> yeah. trust being put to sleep when somebody oh, goes behind. I don't <laughs> trust being awake with your bank up. <laughs> yeah. Okay, true story. I was um 20. No, I was 35 when I had my first um 
prostate and colon exam. Mm. No, 20, I was 28 when I had my prostate exam. Um, because what people don't know with prostate cancer and colon cancer is based on um, heredity too, mm. when you should go and get those things done. Okay. So if it's colon cancer, it's 10 years prior to the first diagnosis. Okay. So like if your mother is 40, then you would get it at 30. Mm -hmm. um, so that's the other part that people don't know um, on top of what you were saying. And then with prostate cancer, there is not really, it's not really, really hereditary like people think. It's more of you have to do exam so if you notice guys any lumps or any any type of thing that is not normal when it comes um to your testicles you want to make sure that you go in there if there's any um slow drain clog type um when you go to the bathroom you want to get that checked because there is certain times where men have swollen urethras and things like that mm -hmm. so all of them could be signs and it don't don't wait till it's as severe Meaning you don't want to wait till blood is there and any type of abnormal pain that you're feeling, abdominal pain that you're feeling, you want to make sure that you go in there and get those things checked as well. Mm -hmm. I think that that's where I differ because anytime I see anything, I don't care what it is. I'm at somebody urgent care, emergency room, doctor office or something. Mm -hmm. But um, I think the other part that people don't realize that, like how you was alluding to earlier, is that there haven't been a healthy relationship in America with blacks and the medical industry as a whole. Mm -hmm. So you want to definitely make sure um, that we do combat that fear. But if the best way to combat that fear is getting a second diagnosis. Right. Absolutely. And also know the different types of doctors, because you have one doctor who's an MD and the other doctor who's an OD. They look the same. They both can be in general practice, but one is designed more to lead through medicine, whereas one is more designed to figure out other alternative ways to help you heal. And medicine is the last result. So depending on the type of doctor and the study that they have, study all of that, mm -hmm. because that is important in the decisions that you get as well. Absolutely. I'm going to stop there. Hold on. Very top. Let me see. Let me see. Hold on. I'm going to get you, Dan. I'm going to get you. Let me see. Agree with Cordell. Let me see. Men see going to the doctor as being violated, especially a procedure like a colonoscopy and a prostate exam. Yes, that is great. That is true. And we agree. And I go to sleep. <laughs> Preventative medicine within the black community is at an all time low. Yeah. Education on prevention versus the actual ailment. Yeah. It is not talked about. There's commercials for every medication but not how to avoid the severity. Yep, treatment of symptoms. Colonoscopies aren't done until you're 40. Well, it depends on the onset of um, colon cancer, um, colorectal cancer, um, Latasco too, where they could get them earlier. <laughs> Mr. said Cordell is right on not wanting to hear bad news. He also said men sometimes have that no pain, no gain mentality. Okay. That is true. Actually, on my mom, my um, mom's brothers, many of them died from things as simple as ulcers, stomach yeah. ulcers, because they were like, you know, I can deal with it. They take some medicine and all of that, but it forms into a form of cancer and they go out. Yeah. He also said men don't hear that 
about Clubhouse being in their in your thirties. I definitely didn't know that you can get it put to sleep. Give me that. Man, go to sleep and put that little thing up there and call it a day. <laughs> That'd be the best sleep of your life. Facts. I'm about to cancel my appointment. <laughs> hey, my bad. Uh uh, you got three girls. Be there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Discussing biology and anatomy with all the correct terms is taboo from childhood. Folks are already scared. It can't even talk about the procedure. Yeah. That's true. I'm a veteran. Mister is a retired veteran in the house. Okay, I stand corrected, GI Jane. <laughs> a lot of checkups are based on family history. Families are not sharing their history. Serious mm. issue throughout generations. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes you don't know yeah. who your who your who your family is, your biological family or not, because of them secrets. Whole yeah. history is something on one side of family. You just be like, why did I know about this? Don't say me. I'm not the norm. Thank you. Now I got a now I got a complex. <laughs> I think. <laughs> Thank you, Lenore, Miss Lenore Pores. Thank you. You're exactly right. It's done earlier. If there's yeah. Woo. That was a lot. Danny, what you got to say about being violated in the doctor's office? Just two things real quick. Um, just I was just about to say uh, what the lady commented um, about people not knowing the family history. I think a lot of the secrets that we have, you know, a lot of us don't know. And I, I think the benefits of being proactive instead of reactive when it comes to, you know, being healthy is, mm -hmm. is really not really talked about a lot with men. Yeah. Um, and you can even go to the, the length of masculinity. So a lot of men view that masculinity as, as far as what they can handle. So yep. if they can handle it, they're gonna overlook it. So. Yeah. Yeah, and um, I will say what a lot of people didn't know, around 2009, the healthcare model did change. It went from disease, it changed from disease and diagnose to prevention and wellness. So that's why you saw like, a lot of people didn't realize like when um, the former, um, First Lady Obama came out with the whole exercise, the war on obesity and things like that. Well, that's because the healthcare model did change and they were putting a lot of things in place for preventive medicine. But guess what? Your insurance agencies didn't let you know that. And there are a lot of things that are covered in preventive care that are not covered after disease and diagnosed, which makes it high. And most people who could have prevented something could have been treated. And they knew about those things that are out there. It's just like a lot of people who have um, a lot of people have employee assistance program as part of their insurance package where you can receive actually up to three um, free counseling sessions. Mm, yeah. And a lot of people don't take advantage of that. And guess what? It's, it's free counseling sessions based off of type. So I'm gonna tell you, like one year, me and my wife totally got around it. You, I, I went for individual, then we went to couples, then we went for grieving. That was nine free counseling sessions <laughs> right there <laughs> alone, and then you could do family, and that's another twelve. So depending on the type, that's like there are so many things that you guys have that are free. It's just like even if you um, quit smoking, there's incentives for that as well. If you have any type of addiction, um. There are free services that are available there as well. And a lot of us don't even talk about it nor know that those things are available and you're paying for these things yep. or getting them free with your company. Because if some, a lot of companies are doing employees, single employees free. Mm -hmm. And so these are benefits that you guys don't even know that are available and you really could take advantage of. Now for our military people, especially coming from Augusta, Georgia, which is a military town, and Columbia is no different. 
there are a lot of services that are available mm -hmm. for the military outside of the VA. Mm -hmm. And so there are a lot of things. So check out those different things because they have a lot of military aid, um, war aid and things like that that are available for those who have served. So you definitely want to look into a lot of them, okay? Um, oh, but let's see. What's going on? What's up, Mike, man? That's Mike. He was the one that was on the show that he made me walk out and then made me apologize, and now we friends. <laughs> he said it's his show. Yeah. <laughs> but what's going on, what's up, Thank you. We gave you a shout-out earlier, bro. He said, I am the captain now. Right. It did me. I am the captain. Um, it's um, imperative to know your family history, echoing what you were saying. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't know. Right. Um, there are wellness perks, free, yep. Nutritionists, personal trainers, etc. HR just doesn't tell us about it. Mm -hmm. Correct. Insurance companies now include smoking succession programs. I'm surprised I said that. Easy flowing. I just knew that was going to be a ton of um, To get incentives on your insurance. They've caught up to the prim primitive side of things. Yep, there go Michael Smith. Yep. So the good thing is, guys, there are a lot of people that work in healthcare or work in insurance that are on right now. Mm -hmm. So you definitely want to uh, make sure that you engage and get with them. Like Latasco was one of my former students, but she actually is a healthcare professional as well. And so she's definitely somebody to get in contact with. She was our featured guest, mm -hmm. one of our featured guests, and they are coming back. Yeah. So um, I'm definitely excited about that. We know, bro, it's all love. Yep. All love, bro. Who? So let's see. Dog. The hour went by. Man, flew by. Okay. How does <laughs> we do one more question? <laughs> Maswell. Uh, Cardi B performance and support what she represents. So there was a whole paragraph yeah, yeah, that he wrote. Yeah. So the gist of it is the the level of appropriateness now. And then it also comes on the back end of Cardi B versus Candace Owen type thing um, that is out there like we really live in a society where we're promoting Cardi B's, but dissing Candace Owens, Candace Owens, not because of her political background, but one who is educated, who fights for what she believes in, who will, in terms, be a more positive representative than one who wear clothes and rap about sex mm -hmm. and her walk, yeah. her worship and praise. <laughs> so. <clears throat> I was having a discussion about this earlier, and I'll just say this. In, in rap music, you know, there is a, a, a section of rap music, especially in the mainstream, that is explicit, you know, by, you know, just all the time. What I will say, too, is that I think that women MCs or women rappers, artists, whatever, however you want to say it, sometimes get the microscope put on them more intensely because they are women. And a lot of times when this discussion about what's appropriate or is it too sexual, this and that happens around something that a woman does. And we've had guys like Elo Kuja who's had their shirt off his whole career almost. <laughs> and yeah. no one said anything. Everybody's Elo Kuja, late love Cool James and this and that. I don't, 
I don't I, actually. I can't even think of anybody who's ever said, "Oh, could you need to put your clothes back on because you're doing too much. You're too sexual." I, I just think I just think that too often women get the bad rap in in rap, no pun intended. You know, when it comes to sexuality and what's appropriate. When okay, if we're gonna talk about, it, let's talk about it 360 and not just focus it on women. You know, when for the since the dawn of rap, you know, hip hop or whatever, dudes have been saying and doing whatever. So yeah. So your whole thing as well is the sexism in a is sexism. Yeah, I think I think it's sexism, and I and I, of course I do think that people that have a problem with it as a whole, and those people make their voices known. But I think more, in my opinion, more often than not, it's based around sexism that's aimed against women. Besides, how, you know, all that that's aimed at, that's pointed at women. As far as what it represents, I mean, rap, hip hop, and, and, and under that umbrella, rap was all about expression. And so, as I've said before here on the show, since, as the times go, technology goes. So parental controls and TV remote controls work wonderfully now. And so- Look how you told them parents how to raise their kids. No, I'm, I'm just saying, those things work wonderfully and you know, as far as me and myself, my, my sister and I, our, our parents talked to us about what we saw. I mean, some things we were at a certain age, we just didn't see it. They just were like, okay, can't see that. But at a certain age, they sat us down and we watched certain things and they talked to us about what it was that we were seeing and let us ask questions and give our opinions and stuff like that. But, you know, that's the only thing I'll say is that, you know, again, one, I think it's misogyny and sexism aimed at women. And two, I think that just more, you know, Prince controls, just they're wonderful and they work. So yeah, that's it. Whew. What you got? What you, what you got? Oh, DJ, we don't let DJ go. Uh, he like I played one yesterday. <laughs> I was at a party and we danced the bar. Um, I don't really have too much on that. I mean, um, I, I like walking. <laughs> 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 oh, oh man. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't have too much to say on that note. <laughs> you like I'm with DJ and I like walk. Man, I like walk. He said, I don't want to DJ no lane for this, and I like walk. <laughs> Okay, Daddy, go. Please go. <laughs> that was a different type of mic drop there. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> okay, Daddy, what you got? Um, so um I definitely like the point that you said um about the old the L Cool J part, but I think it really the expectation with women, I think it's catered more so towards their role as a as a woman. Mm-hmm. And their value, I think, and not saying that men are less valuable than women, so they are able to do more things. But I think um, it's a certain work. It's a, it's a certain worthiness that comes that comes with a woman, I believe. You know, um, so there are certain things that I think not that they shouldn't do, but that will be looked at because there are supposed to be other things too. So, like a woman, since they're born, they're taught how to be a wife mother they're nurtured in that way 
a man typically most of the time manhood is pretty much all over the place like we don't necessarily have a blueprint per se on what manhood is so it comes out in all different type of ways so when you got a woman in rap when really it's mostly male dominant mm -hmm. women have to not have to but they choose to do things that's going to get them more attention and a lot of times sex sells but at the same time if you choose to take that route a lot of other things is negated from you as far as being a mother being a wife um it'll be looked at differently because you are doing these things um so i don't think that is i can't say that i think that it's wrong but i just think women should be more careful with what they represent and what you support same thing with men um and because because if you once you do that it negates you from being able to speak up about other things that's my take on it um let me read these comments well it's not for the genre of music that she's in it seems like women are yeah have to be sexual to sell um mm -hmm. good music always sells mm -hmm. a lot of females have bars i don't know we're laughing at Oh, if LL had on the <laughs> Trump, it would yeah. be different. All naked ain't the same naked. <laughs> but, if, but if the show is billed as family, then it should be monitored better. Mm -hmm. But if it's grown folks have at it, yeah. see, mic drop for the DJ. <laughs> After, look, people laughing. Cardi B should be expected to be Cardi B. Mm -hmm. Look, y'all got Superman laughing. <laughs> Normally, he out saving the community. Y'all got him over there laughing. See, a lot of people say that they like worship and praise. <laughs> Cardi is okay with Cardi, and most of them are. I feel as women, we can be, do, and have what we want. I agree. Cardi B is naked and highly intelligent. I love hearing her go in on politicians. I don't agree. It doesn't stop a woman from being heard, et cetera. Facts. The only thing that I would say about that is I'm tired of the comparisons, mm -hmm. meaning that we're living in a generation that people will promote Cardi mm -hmm. and not Candace. Um, well, we got to also compare apples to apples. It's more of Candace because of her political stance, not who she is, mm -hmm. but she is very reminiscent of Condoleezza Rice. Mm -hmm. When you look at Condoleezza Rice's resume, you'd be like, why were people hating on her? It was really because she was a Republican and that was really it. Right. But I also feel like people are also painting a false narrative of Cardi B. You have to also realize she is also another woman who literally made lemonade out of the lemons that were thrown her life. Mm -hmm. This woman went from not going to be anything to being a stripper, labeled not going to be anything, to a stripper on a pole, to now one of the biggest artists of all time. Mm -hmm. So what that talks about, what I see, and what I do talk to my daughters about is the perseverance and the tenacity of women. What I don't like is a woman can do whatever she wants to do, and a woman can dress however she wants to dress. We need to stop policing women and police our emotions right. and i'm not saying that to you know ride on anything i just hate that we feel like because it's it where is the line drawn right 
Like if she have on clothes and the clothes are too fitted, it's going to be a problem like the teacher was in Georgia. Right. You know what I mean? Now, if the clothes are too fitted and the clothes are too short, then the clothes are too long. I mean, the list goes on and on. It will never be enough. And the truth of the matter is only you can police the things that affect you. I think that we're very selfish and very controlling and very entitled as a community. And we want to dictate the actions of others, but we don't want to police ourselves. We want convenience to be disruptive. Mm -hmm. And that's what's more frustrating. Whereas I tell my children all the time, you don't dislike a political figure because mom, dad, cousin, auntie, or anybody else dislike them. You dislike them if it's things that you disagree with you personally. Right. Mm-hmm. But also, I'm not one of those who lie, who lies to their children about the truth when scripture dictates all the whores that were used to bring forth holiness. <laughs> I'm, I'm of the generation who understands when he told the prophet, you will marry the whore because that is what Israel has been to me. And we forget that it goes right back to the Kirk Franklin. All y'all doing is making these people a martyr for the areas that you are uncomfortable with. If you don't like your body and you mad that you can't wear that stuff, be mad at yourself. Get the body that you like and wear what you want to wear. <laughs> if you can control your hormones and you mad that your spouse don't look at you that way, talk to your spouse and what's going on that way. Don't be trying to put this on people now to bros to bros defense. Carter B ain't raising them kids. You raising them kids. And them kids will watch what you t- what you allow them to watch and take advantage of what you allow them to take advantage of. Mm-hmm. I'm like in my household, anybody that comes to my house, which is very few, you ain't gonna tell what my kids have on. And I ain't never told my kids put on something because so-and-so come over. Mm-hmm. Well, if I gotta tell my kids to put on something because so-and-so come over, so-and-so don't need to come over. I'm tired of us policing people and then comparison people and then wanna compare sin and punishment. Y'all need to get a grip. Go sit down somewhere. <laughs> Let these people do what they wanna do. And I like what? And the, and the crazy part is, worship and praise. <laughs> the crazy part is that people talk. Glory, glory! Oh, Franklin on it. <laughs> you know, people. Um, not talking about you, Danny, but people talk about you know you can't be this, you can't be that. How's it gonna look? Cardi is a whole a wife and a mother That's and right. a star. They got, they got divorced. Did she get a divorce? No, they, they were thinking about getting divorced. Oh, they reconciled. They, yeah, I think they're still together. Oh, so she don't cook no cleaning. Kill <laughs> my husband. <laughs> she is a wife and a mother and a millionaire and a superstar all in one. And a former stripper. <laughs> and, and a former stripper. So, and to, to Bro's point, when we, you know. Oh, you can make a whole housewife. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, that's what the believers are. Yeah. We don't know the housewife. If y'all say y'all can make a whole housewife, then y'all believers will never be believers. I'm just saying. <laughs> I ain't twisting scripture. I'm just saying it. Yeah. So you know, so when people say that, really, just to Bro's point, we policing women and really restricting what they can and can't do, can and can't be. When literally, women can do and be everything. Cardi B has been all of these things, and she's all of these things in concurrence, not one than the other. No, she's all of these things. Yeah, concurrence. Yeah. 
I guess my point, and I, I just, I guess I'm reiterating so it won't be confusing, but I think they can, but I think on the back end, in certain arenas, the impact will be, it will be less impactful depending on what they do or the route that they take. You know what I mean? Like the Dr. Seuss situation. So Dr. Seuss, impeccable writer, you know what I mean? But what he did, certain, certain things that he did, it diminished the good that he do he, he did in the, in the community as far as writing, as far as kids. All that was great, but what he did on the flip side negated all that. So that's the only thing I would say that, you know, you can, but, you know, there is, you know, not consequences because people kind of take consequences of something bad. But, you know, for every action, there's a reaction. I'll say that. So no, we want to talk yeah, we want to talk about what you were yeah, saying. No, I'm, we're we're oh, generally okay. speaking. Yeah, I'm saying oh, that. Okay, my bad, my bad. Like people say the same thing about Meg Thee Stallion. And I'm like, wait a minute. When I'm sure that when Meg is ready to get married, dude's still going to beat down the door to marry Megan because yeah, of who right. she is and how dope she is. You know right. what I'm saying? And like, they say the same thing about Sierra. It's, yeah. like, it's like, let's be honest. Megan good. In the community, we label people, mm -hmm. and they're not going to be right no matter what they do. Right. The, the same example, Michael Jackson, even though was found not guilty, mm -hmm. we still labeled him guilty. Mm -hmm. R. Kelly was found guilty. People still support. Mm -hmm. yeah. So we're going to constantly do and support these things. But the truth of the matter is, guys, you got to deal with you and leave these people alone. Yeah. Facts. And it doesn't matter. I remember having a conversation with a friend. And he literally said, he's a pastor. And he said, um, it was Usher at the time. He was like, he wouldn't allow Usher to sing on his choir because what he does occupationally. Mm -hmm. I said, but you will have a lawyer. You'll let a lawyer sing on your choir. Mm -hmm. He was like, yeah. <laughs> no, it's like, we don't know. See, the problem is we don't know the difference between moral and ethical. Mm -hmm. This is why the Messiah came on the scene. And he said, why do you put the traditions of man before the word of the most high? Mm. We constantly mm. these traditions, and then here's the sad part: y'all run to y'all pastors, y'all mamas, y'all daddies, y'all grandparents, but y'all won't read the scripture y'all self. No. Mm -hmm. What you think about? No, what you think? What you gonna read? <laughs> All these translations out here, transliterations, audio, audio books, and you you don't think for yourself? They rather regurgitate, you man. Mm -hmm. Man, y'all go go sit down somewhere. Leave these people alone. Let let Cardi B be caught. Look, Cardi B. Let Cardi B be Cardi B. <laughs> yeah. You ain't got to do it because it's funny. Ricky Ricky Smiley said something that's really stuck with me. Mm -hmm. He said, you know, he said the people that don't talk to you are the people you've helped. Mm -hmm. And I'll be the people that are most talked about are usually the ones that will help anybody. And these be the same ones that come to you, look out for you, because they do it to me. Mm -hmm. People think that I don't know, Danny. They they think I don't know they be talking about. <laughs> same here. Yep. It, it always yeah. comes around. It, 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 it comes oh, yeah. around. We be knowing it. Mm -hmm. We be knowing it. We got confirmation. We got receipts. And we don't treat them any differently. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That People always looking for something. You know what I'm saying? They always looking for something. Mm -hmm. They looking for something to dislike when it's good. And looking to justify the bad as being real, mm -hmm. and don't realize that's a warped identity crisis. 
when they should be connecting with people like Danny Diesel, who is changing lives yeah. with all his 500, 933 mentees <laughs> that he have. And 83 businesses. Right. No, them, them, them the DBAs. Oh, okay. He got 7,498,000 <laughs> businesses. One website. <laughs> <laughs> and two nonprofits. One website can rule them all. Right. And two nonprofits, just in case you can get they go listen to some good music. By DJ, nine times, <laughs> times, times, times. <laughs> we'll let you know who <laughs> Right, and let you know he, he will give you the worship and the praise. Right. He will give you oh, all yeah. the <laughs> that you need. And he said, if it's up, then it's up. <laughs> <laughs> that's it, that's you it. You talking about when they love you. <laughs> <laughs> But no, this is what we're about to do. Positive brother shout out, bro. Yeah. So, bros, um, this is your opportunity to shout out any positive brothers in your community that you feel are making any type of positive contributions to the collective community. Yeah. Who? Who you got, DJ Nine Times? Um, I say DJ uh, Magic Mike. He's doing pretty good right now. Yeah. He's Making a pretty good. My brother's extraordinary. Mm. My brother's extraordinary. Oh, oh, he good now. He, he good. <laughs> he like, he ain't better than me now. He's all right. <laughs> He's an A minus. <laughs> that's all you got, bro? You done? Yeah, that's all I got for right now. Okay. Thank you. Shout out to Magic Mike. Oh, here you go. Who you got, Diesel? Um... So I want to do with my brother, um, Sylvester Jenkins, um, combat veteran, best mm-hmm. combat veteran, bestseller author. Okay. Uh, he's a professional speaker. He wrote the uh, the book, The Battle Within, um, okay. special ingredients of fighting with resilience. Um, he's just he just retired from the military. Um, okay. He's he's really been helping people. Um, essentially mentoring. He's been a leader in the military um, the whole time he's been in. Now he's got out and still doing the same thing, helping people. Uh, so I just want to give a shout out to him. Keep doing your thing, bro. Okay. That's what's up, man. Shout out to him. Shout out to Sly, for sure. Oh, you got a, you got a question. Do you have mm-hmm. an LLC with all 75,000 K businesses under that umbrella or 11 million people? <laughs> <laughs> Five hundred ninety nine thousand six hundred business. Man, I'm trying to do it all. I'm trying to do it all, man. Trying, man. Well, make sure you drop all those links so people can support. Yep. Know what you're doing because you may have a service that you need. Um, DJ Nine Times. Make sure you put their website site down so they can get in contact with you. Um. Hey, they got look. A lot of these people got intros that they might need help with. Yeah. With they um. Oh yeah. With their podcast. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you yeah. might mix up something. Just don't put that WAP in there because some of them. Oh yeah. <laughs> don't put that WAP up in there. Uh, he say appreciate it. Love you, bro. What's up, slide man? No. What's going on? We got put put your information in there too. Yeah. Let's get all the contact so we can see it. Yeah, for sure. Mr. Yeah, Slide, yeah. Jenkins. Yeah. <laughs> okay, bro, who you got? 
Oh man. Okay. First and foremost, I'll go shout my brother Jay because man, we here. <laughs> I'm sorry, but he's That's what I'm using. From now. Yep. That's what. That's what I'm doing. So, That's the comment of the night, right there. Comment yeah, of the night. That one. So, <laughs> no, I definitely got shout my brother Jay, man, just because you know, just because aside from him being a dope person, just in general, being my brother, I will. I, I, I was serious when I said that. You know, I'm glad I connected him because he breaks down scripture like no one that I've that few people that I've heard, um, like just people like yourself too, Danny, man. But yeah, Danny came with it. Yeah, but you know, what I'm saying shout out to my brother, man, because we were talking about scripture and stuff, and the way he breaks it down, I'm like, oh, that's what that meant? Oh, um, it's okay, just leave it. <laughs> I'm like, that's what that meant. <laughs> yeah, I, I put I not drink over, but it's, it was empty, so it's all good. It's the muscles drinking, <laughs> but you know. <laughs> The way, my, the way my bro breaks down scripture is crazy, man. It's the fact that had I had a, a person like myself been ex- exposed to that earlier on in my younger years, man, my relationship with my with my spiritual side would have been so much better, and I wouldn't have, you know, really just shot away from it for so long. So definitely shout out my bro, man, just because like I was telling him his light shines bright, man, like super bright. Um, I want to shout out Danny and High <clears throat> Times, man, for y'all coming on, man, y'all. Brothers are super dope, man. I can't wait to round two of this. Yeah, this, has been, this has been for real, man. It's been a dope, a dope, dope time. And that hour went by super fast, man. Now, um, I got one more thing. <laughs> yeah, one like, more thing, Hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> nah, go ahead. Go ahead. Man. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, my bad. Um, so the thing when you were talking about JD, as far as like people wanting to treat you bad. So what I heard is people will treat you like damaged goods because they're damaged and they see your goods. So I just wanted to say that before I uh, forget it. And I thought about Steven, Steven, the same people that Steven helped and healed. They were the same people that stoned him. Mm-hmm. Right. So I just wanted to say that before I, that was for somebody. He went into the prophetic. Shout out to the gym. Y'all pick that up. Well, I'm glad you got to follow that. You got to finish, huh? Yeah, so. He like play. Yeah, yeah, basically, yeah, play. All right, so what was I saying? Oh, yeah, so, but yeah, just being being introduced to people that break the scripture down like that, it's it's so amazing, man, just because it just, it it, it bridges the gap in a lot of ways. And also, man, just really connects people. I mean, because I have a, I can say now that I have a connection to scripture and the spiritual side of things more than I ever have ever, more than I ever could really have wanted to or thought I would have. So, like I said, definitely got shot my my bro Jay. And oh, that's what I was at. I shot you brothers out for coming on just because it's been a dope time. Like this was amazing, man. Like nothing short of amazing. As a matter of fact, amazing is probably not even a, a good enough word. But I'm gonna use it because that's the only word I got. Um, <laughs> shout out to all the brothers that are on the live. You know, Kerwin, Mike, and Ricky's disrespectful selves. Uh, you know, slide <laughs> all your brothers, man. Shout out to all y'all brothers. You know, we love y'all and love the support. And, you know, the last two things I'll say is I want to shout out to brothers that are doing stuff in the community and they're not looking for a camera or anybody to really congratulate them or, you know, pat them on the back. I, that's a, that's amazing, man, because we have way too many people, way too many brothers who are looking for a camera. Every time they do something, they're looking for a camera, looking for a recognition, they're looking for a shout out from somebody. 
And that's not what it's about. It's about really yeah. going, going and make and being the change that you want to see and really helping people and connecting with people. That's what it's about. So I want to shout those girls because they're not worried about the kudos because they're too busy doing what needs to be doing. Brothers like Kerwin, who right. every week, sometimes most of the times a week, is doing something for the community or is somewhere jumping over buildings, going to some protest or is on a news station. And he, you know, he's not looking for the camera to come, just come to him, you know? So I want to shout out brothers like that. And I also want to shout out, last but not least, I want to shout out brothers that are having the tough conversations with people in their lives, whether it be to separate themselves or whether it be to mend a relationship or whether it be for their own just personal peace. You know what I mean? Because having the tough conversations is sometimes worse than going to the gym and lifting weights or, you know, stitching up a wound. You know, those things take a lot out of some people. And it can be the difference between sleeping at night or going without sleep for days at a time. So I want to shout out to those brothers and that's it. <laughs> I don't know how to go from there. Yeah, um, I definitely, <laughs> um, I do it a different way this time. Um, then I actually see why you diesel because you really do come with the fuel. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I hope that you continue on this path and I hope that it is fulfilling and rewarding for you as it is for so many people lives that you touch. Yeah. Um, I'm one of the people that don't have to research people. I really go off of the word of mouth of somebody because their word is good. Aaliyah has me and her have been tight since 2003. Mm -hmm. um, I'm sorry, 99. Mm -hmm. Since 99, when we both started school together and her word has always been good. And then meeting Todd, his word has always been good. And so to have someone like those individuals to endorse you, that already mm -hmm. lets us know how much work you're truly doing in the community mm -hmm. because they don't put their mouth on anybody in love is a parable um eponymous worship and it talks about what are things that you got your name attached to yeah so you came here not just in your name but you came in the name of those that you represent and i know that they are proud and you should be proud too i just pray that you have complete fulfillment in what you're doing and know that what you're doing is needed thank, thank you, you for all the million jobs that you have and million organizations that you have. In some way, you find time to read a scripture a day. I really do appreciate it. And I love the way that you guys said scripture and you are very necessary and you're very needed. And I hope that we, you know, physically connect soon yeah. um, because I'm excited about the things that we're going to do. Um, guys, I tell you, please go support all of his businesses i know it's a lot of likes and follows <laughs> but please take advantage of that because as you can see you will be blessed by it mm -hmm. dj nine time even though you got one business nothing compared to him we only got one too but <laughs> i thank you for the contributions that you made and i'm also proud of you for stepping out yeah. and doing this thing and being very serious about it your content is good. Your music is good. Um, and I look forward to seeing great things. And I look forward to working with you. Um, my bro, I'm so glad we did the podcast mm -hmm. on Sunday. And I'm so glad they made me do a George Jefferson <laughs> because it also gave me an opportunity. Like, I, I've always knew, known that you my bro. And, you know, you are one of my best friends. But also seeing your beta mode of how well 
you protect not only me, but protect the brand of Love is the Parable um, and look out and try to create safe spaces everywhere. Bro, I love you even more. And I thank you for that. And I'm so grateful that that whole experience happened because it just made me even realize how many great people I truly have in my corner and how many true relationships that we are able to build yeah. because not only did we get three new brothers out of that situation um you and i got tighter but it also sent a message for other people to see so i thank you for being my true ride or die yeah you know because you was like six eight that day <laughs> was six, eight, muscles were swole he had zero percent body fat that day and i just thank you for everything that you're doing man and then this whole new group of men that we got, Danny and uh, Des, this new group of men that we have, imagine waking up to motivational texts, just people telling you that they love you, that they support you. They sharing your business. They yeah. sowing into your business. They encouraging you. They're just dead and don't want nothing out of you but just your friendship. Yep. Man, it's some, some amazing men that we're connected to. And this is make all the hard times that we went through so worth it. Yeah. And then yeah. like every situation, we keep meeting awesome people. Like Mike is on now and John and mm -hmm. Tony. We keep meeting amazing people. And I'm looking forward to checking out um Sly Jenkins. I know you're a superstar, but I'm gonna send you an invite and don't be like, I don't know him. <laughs> that old North Carolina. <laughs> Who do you think he is? Who is he? <laughs> Look, he's gonna be a guest in July. <laughs> 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 but no, man, and I thank you and Todd, mm -hmm. uh, Simon for being on, for protecting my sister, um, all of those things and being an example. It's so many men, my brothers, man, everybody. I love y'all. This is a, a, a perfect time for everything that we're doing. Um, yeah, Coop too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, was, he wasn't He was there. He, they said that he had other things going on. So, yep. Yeah. He was at least six five and a quarter. His voice was deep that night. So I was like, dog, you got a deep voice too? <laughs> and straight, look, straight California. Man. California accent was on swole. But <laughs> guys, please connect with everybody. Oh, for y'all who don't know, right now, Love is a Parable, we truly need your support because we just released a lot of classes that we're doing. Mm -hmm. We just released some things that we're doing with the town and we want to do more. We're in the process of developing an app that is led by Ricky. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, thank you, Ricky, for helping me. I love you, bro. Um, yeah. So we are actually trying to raise money to make this app more efficient as possible yep. um, because this is going to be a free resource that we're going to give out to the community. So we're going to need your help. So, guys, if you go to loveisaparable.com, you can either donate one time or you can do a subscription. Yeah. You can do something as little as $5 <laughs> a month. It don't matter. Yep. And people are doing it. People are doing $5 a month. It don't matter because all of this is going towards this app because we want to make this world a better place. We truly do, and we truly believe in that. So check us out at loveisaparable.com. Yeah. But like we tell people every time, if this is um, your first time viewing this and you feel that you don't have anybody in this world that love you or care about you, you just met four people that truly do. We love you. We'll be here next week with some more. Oh, we got we got a return back. Oh, like yeah. over. Oh, yeah. so we got a return back next week. We got... We got we got it coming back. The conversation that y'all been asking for, so the guests are coming back. So I'm excited about that. Um, Dez and Danny, y'all stay on. Everybody else, we'll see y'all next week. Love and no matter what they say, we good over this way. This positivity and making of the brothers break through.
I'm breaking. I'm breaking.